0: And stab in the air if you want to battle because the beat's all there. Oh, rock, Woo! Hot hey! Cock. Yay! Hot how are you going, guys? Hello! What how are a you? tune! What a tune to start with, Sammy. Oh, I hope you're not in your car fucking freaking out
1: doing <laughs> the worm. No, because I'm in fucking uh, lockdown fucking uh, <laughs> curfew. That's why. Oh, it gets crazy. Yeah. It gets crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. Mate. I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. This is the 80s montage. And this week, we're looking at one of my
0: favorite fucking things in the world dance.
1: Battles, So, so fucking
0: exciting.
1: Dance battles of the 80s. Dance battles of the 80s, baby. How exciting. This is awesome. So, so good. We've watched so many old clips and so much old footage. Yeah. And really, really excited about it. Just wish we could be in the room together or, you know, on either <laughs> yes. ends of town because yep. I know that you would be able to demonstrate most of these dances to me.
0: Oh, I, don't, I was never a great breakdancer, but I hung out with a lot of them. Put it yeah, that way.
1: Yeah, I yeah. was good I at mean,
0: undoing their flies, put it that oh way. Oh, yes,
1: lovely, yeah, lovely. But I couldn't with, dance. with one hand and a cigarette <laughs> in the other. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> nah, get your dick out. What are you um, drinking tonight, Sammy? Red wine. Lovely, red wine. I'm having... A little penis collider. A little pina collider. Oh, I'm getting wow. pissed. Yeah. If you like um, peanut
0: collider.
1: Yeah. Anything to make me feel like I'm on holidays, really.
0: Oh yeah, because you're remote remote learning, remote doing that stuff.
1: Remote teaching, remote teaching. learning, doing my mm-hmm. course.
0: Oh shit. You know what?
1: I'm still um, I'm still doing a few auditions though. Doing a lot of auditions. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe things are ramping up in the States because they're kind of opening up again because they've they got are. like pretty good vaccination rates and they're like, you know, they've got, you know, they're rolling the vaccine rollout and all that's really happening over there. So everything's starting to sort of open up again, like in Hollywood and so forth. Mm. So I'm doing a few like US auditions and I'm, I did one today that, I really need everyone's blessing. So everybody cross your fingers. Wish me all the best. I need it to get across the line. And I've got a really good chance of getting it. Um, Wow. So, yeah, please, fingers crossed, everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. How great.
1: Now what's been happening for you, babe?
0: Oh, look, a lot actually. Like I just want to thank everyone that's listening to the show that downloaded the MTV special. We had like 2,200 downloads in six days. It's been our biggest episode to wow. date. Isn't that to great? Date. Yeah. I so, love and, that. and I was kind of proud of that episode because it wasn't. A fluffy look at M T V. It was actually quite controversial with how shit they were in some areas. Yeah. And how Walter had to pull them aside and go, Mate, you don't play Michael Jackson, you get fucking nothing of my videos. Yeah. So, so tell so us a bit about
1: Walter because we um we touched on Walter briefly in the episode.
0: Yeah. Well Walter died I think it was a week and a half ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's really sad. So Questlove was on the tu- on the um. There tw- was the only reason I found it was because Questlove was on the Twitter saying I didn't even know you died and how you know how crucial he was to the black artist and and actually changing their life and especially yeah. people like Sade, Michael Jackson, like all your favourite artists. He actually put them on a pedestal and sent them out there.
1: That's right, and wasn't um it's Walt Walter Yetnikov, of course. I can never say his name. So yeah, so either. um, didn't he used to, he he was he, he didn't he used to sort of represent or something a big host of artists, is that right? Or or, or CBS. he CBS, CBS, that's right. CBS records, that's right. Yeah, yeah, As far as yeah. I remember, I could yeah, be Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and didn't he basically say to um. He said to MTV, if you don't play Michael Jackson, I will take all of these people with me. And there's like this long, long list of marquee names that, you know, yeah. weren't weren't um, going to get shown on MTV. And it sort of took that, you know, it took somebody brave to stand up and say, this is fucked, it needs to change. Change it or, you know, I'm having nothing to do with your your network, which was a big risk, you know. It was great. Fantastic.
0: Well, you've got to remember the black artists were being played on other avenues, like we were hearing. We had Countdown and Sounds and we used to see Blame It on the Boogie, Michael Jackson on the video. We didn't question it in this country and he was really big with Off The Wall because Australia fell in love with that album and we'd seen the video so many times that for MTV to sort of say, well, we can't play Michael Jackson, it was absolute bullshit.
1: Yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to – maybe what we've got to all remember is the, you know, the landscape at the time in the 80s, Ronald Reagan, very sort of right-leaning government, you know, and it was a very conservative government um, and and I guess a lot of networks and so forth like MTV – were trying to include all of those conservative minds at the time, you know. But, yeah, definitely needed to change and, yeah, what a great, great stance for Walter Yetnikov.
0: So we, we are going to run a show on him, yeah?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Eventually, 100%. Eventually, but not tonight. 100%. We'll, we'll, you know, let people enjoy the MTV stuff for a while and then – because it's still getting heaps of downloads, which is great. So, good yeah, on you guys. Great. I'm now, just glad um, we put
0: something out there that wasn't so fluffy. That's and it, right. That was controversial, and it was stuff that I remembered on the day. Yeah. And I really sat there and went, "What do I remember about MTV?" And they were the things, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was, y- y- I mean that that was the reality. It wasn't all tits and feathers. There, there were mm. things, there were things that need, you know, there were rough edges and stuff to MTV as well. Um mm. and things that they sort of fixed over time. So yeah, I'm glad we touched on it all. But um on another note, this week it was Madonna's sixty-third birthday. Right. Have you You're seen given the birthday? Did you her photos?
0: money yet? Do you give her money?
1: Oh, I've sent her five dollars. I always yeah. <laughs> do. I always do. I give
0: her money. She wants yeah, to I'd... put it in her hospital. I just she... give her twenty bucks.
1: Yeah. She's saving. So you know, you know I'm what? I'm yeah.
0: I did forget it was her birthday. Totally fucking forgot. Just seems
1: to be like her birthday all the time. I don't know.
0: She's the 16th of August.
1: Did you see the um, the photos? She looks in fucking incredible at the moment. I mean, it's yeah. look, most of it's Photoshop, but she looks better than she has been in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I have. I like them. I like them. I think they're cute.
1: And I don't know if it's just because she's worked out how to use Facetune or something, but <laughs> uh, you know, showing. She's had work done
0: just recently, you can tell.
1: Because her, her whole work. jawline, her
0: jawline is like really coming in like sculpt, sculpted. Like it looks like she's got a pointy jaw now.
1: Yeah, gone on there. She, she looked like she had had a stroke or something kind of in the years past. She,
0: she's had good and bad periods, Maggie. Like you have yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, even um, Ray of Light, going back to that album, she was beautiful in that. But she there was. was some times where she was photographed during that pace where she was a little bit ratty. And then you think, oh, yeah. So there is that change that she does all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we I haven't actually put Madonna in this show tonight, but that's okay.
1: No, we haven't, have we?
0: Well, I, I think she just had dances. I don't think there were any dance battles in any of her bloody videos. I can't. No, she would have one. been
1: like she would have been like you. She would have been undoing the fly with one hand and have the yeah. In the Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. <laughs> Standing on the edge of the room, watching them.
1: But there's nothing sexier than like watching a really confident dancer, is there? Just like that's fucking right. Incredible,
0: and so many dynamics to a dance battle. Now it can be in yes. your own head. Yep. Michael Jackson used to have a lot of dance battles in his own head. They were <laughs> never a real thing. It was just he was sort of on the outskirts. Um, because when you were little and you went to a nightclub, you were usually dating. And then when you were dumped, there was nothing more powerful than getting out on the dance floor and fucking busting a move like it just was your going pussy. For it. And he's missed out on some juicy pussy. <laughs> it was very powerful. Yeah. To dance. And then, of course, we didn't fight in the 80s. We danced battle, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it as well. It's sort of like, you know, a lot of these, a lot of the dance battles based around sort of urban dancing and urban music and everything, they're, um, it's such a positive way to deal with it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's such a Mm. positive way to fucking deal with it. And like... It's, it's a sort of street art form, you know, and and it really doesn't exist today. I know that there's breakdancing still sort of and street dancing happening, Melbourne Shuffle and all of that kind of thing like happening out there at the moment, not the moment because we're in fucking lockdown. But, mm. but, you know, I know culturally it sort of happens now, but it was the hugest thing in the 80s. It was so big.
0: Exactly. So the first song we played was Rocksteady Crew who were one of my fucking favorite? I just loved all their music. And they oh, were breakdancers. Yeah. But they yeah. really, the songs were really well produced. They had them singing and they didn't sound bad. Yep. And it was, they were, because they were around since 1977. Uh, so they were way before the actual movement started. Yeah. And then the records came out in 82, 83. Yep. But I remember thinking, Rocksteady Crew with the shit. We had them out here for the Countdown Music Award, Countdown Breakdance Awards, sorry. They came out and and they paid for them to come out to the country. That's how fucking huge they were. Shit, is that right? And we had a breakdance competition. Now, the problem is with me is I was around like in that, in those days, I was hanging out with the crew, so I was hanging out with Backstreet Boogie and Energy Transfer. I can tell you half their names. Energy was gonna, Transfer. Energy Transfer. They were pretty. I think they used to wear blue and yellow from memory. Wow. Um, I could have rung a couple of them and gone, "Hey, hey, again, do you want to be on the show?" But do I really want to go to that fucking, you know? Because I was chasing them as a chick, and they were all very different back then, you know. I
1: wonder if any of them are still on the scene.
0: There is one that's singing, one that's singing Fuck, in bands serious? and stuff. And I have seen him every now and then and I go, where do I know you from? Because we were so young, 13, 14. you got to understand the Melbourne um, City Square – and yeah. in Dandenong, they were fucking states of Australia at that time, right? Like yeah, they were so yeah. big yeah. that you would go to the city square and then the breakdance crews would just start battling at the city square and doing so the fucking windmills and the chi- So
1: you're talking city square in front of the Western Hotel there, like near yeah. the Regent Theatre? Yeah. Fuck, is that right? Oh, God. So you, that what, was you guys... the 80s
0: ultimate place to hang out.
1: Wow. So you would have got off the train at Swanson Street. Uh, at Flinders, Flinders Street, Street, Street Station, yep. and just walked over and, and met up with all your buddies.
0: Yep, and there were Far. waterfalls there. There were two right. huge record shops, like yep. vinyl record shops. Yeah, and there was like a cafe or something at the side. So you would go to the city square and hang out just to be seen.
1: Yeah, but then yeah.
0: the breakdancers would come in and do their their breakdancing and stuff. Wow. So I don't quite know how. I got caught up with it where I actually used to hang out with the girlfriends. I never dated any of them but I used to go – they kind of trusted me and I used to go to their houses and And I don't like girlfriends that are too caught up in them guys' bullshit. Nah,
1: nah, it's like it fucking kind puberty of blues, me. like yeah. waiting on the beach while the you know, And I,
0: I remember there was a guy called Zoran in Energy Transfer who was very cute, probably yeah. isn't anymore but God bless him. Um he had a girlfriend and she th- was really fucking, I'm going to get my boyfriend Darren, and then there was fucking all these people in Backstreet Boogie that had girlfriends and I got a bit tired of it but I did go to the Danny Nong Pinball Parlor and, <laughs> oh. and watch the dance-offs. Um, wow. And I used to collect the cardboard boxes for the boys. Yeah. So I'd run yeah. out the back and find a cardboard box because they'd lay down the cardboard box and then they do their fucking knee spins or whatever. Wow. But
1: can where you remember can you remember around this time like going to parties and stuff and like boys coming down the side of the house with their big square of fucking cardboard to the party. Like you'd go to a party at a house and like fucking they'd open the side gate all the dudes would come in with their fucking cardboard under their arm. I remember dudes bringing cardboard to school. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Because I, rem- I was in sort of primary school then and I remember the big kids bringing, um, bringing fucking their, ca- <laughs> their fucking broken down cardboard boxes to school and in lunch hour they'd fucking, you know, they'd be out in the Oval fucking spinning on their heads and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, the boys that, that I used to see never needed the cardboard all the time. So if there was a dance floor, so I used to go to Chow's Nightclub in Downingong and, Clayton Disco and Oakley Disco. So they would just walk in and start break dancing on the bare floor. So it wasn't always cardboard but it was pretty funny when the – I think the pinball parlours had sort of cement floor. They were a bit harder. So you kind of needed that padding for their knees. But they all wore knee pads anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the tracksuit was so huge. Like if if we – like with Wentworth, the teal tracksuits that we wear, there is an actual – breakdance crew that wear that colour in America and that look like a fucking bunch of prisoners, you know. (laughs) I looked at it today and went, oh, my God, they look like our Wentworth fucking trackies. It was a huge – it was such a huge movement and a movement that most 80s bands, especially the showbag bands that just get on a showbag wig and do, Jazzy's Girl, um, (laughs) they just (laughs) missed the point, right? You know what I mean? Like – because I've been speaking to these choreographers, um, masters of choreography. They're a production crew. And yep. the first thing I said to them was, Do you have breakdancers? And she's like, Oh my God, we have so many. We've taken them to the UK and stuff, right? <laughs> Sorry. I've gone great I'm because we're. When... laughing
1: at showbag
0: bands. <laughs> oh my God. Showbag put the bands.
1: Showbag wig on. <laughs> oh, showbag oh. wig and
0: fucking. Like, if I had the money to put on a breakdance song, it would be a Rock Steady Crew song with yeah. some breakdancers. That's Fuck the yeah. shit that people haven't touched on as yet in Melbourne. Yet no. We just don't have the budget because to get dancers in, 25 or 30 dancers or even five, yeah. it can cost you two grand, you know, because they get yeah, paid easily. really well and yeah. they should get paid really well, you know.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: So the reason why we did play Rock Steady Crew is because the first <laughs> – Dance battle we're going to look at and this is like number – oh, look, it's not number one for me but I did Google this and I think, yeah, that's fair enough. A lot of them came from my brain but when I Googled it, it was the Roxy Battle Beat Street, 1984. Fuck yeah. Which did you ever – see? I never really got into Beat Street. I was more of of a breakdance
1: movies. no tree. i was very much beat street that was that oh, was wow. completely my thing right and i actually think this is like the best battle ever captured oh, good good yeah yeah so
0: i've got a little uh little edit of uh beat street here that we can have a listen to because awesome. i think this is where i think this is the opening of the movie where they have their first yeah. battle and I was, ice T is this is a long gun- one no, I haven't used too much of it. but oh, yeah, um, sweet, sweet. No, ice no, 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 go for the it. Mic, But we'll yeah. just have a listen. yoo <coughs>
1: Yo, so this B Street. Let's serve. But the Bronx Rockers are here, man. Yo, no, B Street, man. It's right. B Street. There you go. Fucking fantastic. I just love this film. I just mm. love this film so much.
0: 1984, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, 84. This is when it
0: all happened for a lot of uh, movies with break. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It. it was a really good time for movies. Um, and this was set in New York. Mm. Um, I, for the life, I haven't. Haven't watched it. Look, I've watched sort of clips and everything on it because I watched the dancing, mm. uh, but I haven't watched the whole film for years. Um, it's funny. It's funny how it's so sort of. You look at it now, and it's so sort of low budget, mm. but it captures something. It captures God, yeah. like the spirit of it really, really well in a way that I think a lot of the others didn't sort of get. The spirit, and it might be because it's low budget, might be because it's sort of grainy and and just really real. I don't know. It just I, – I love it. I love this film.
0: The warehouse vibe and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and when they go to the Roxy and mm. um, just the da- – look, just the dancing, to be honest, just like the dancing in it from absolutely everybody, not just the leads – like all the club scenes of everybody dancing and everything, I just find it really uh, organic and not forced. You know, like it's it's awesome. You just I I, wa- I watch the clips and it's the one most of all that really makes me wish I was back there.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So did you know at the time that was Rocksteady Crew? I think they were called something else. Fuck nice no, at that time. I was
1: little, babe. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was little when this came out. You know. I so grew Rocksteady up with this.
0: Crew were like. Commercially renowned for bringing it right into the top ten. I mean, there were look the music back then, production wise, was fucking incredible. Like I was walking the streets today doing my eight k walk. I think I did ten k's today because I got so fixated by the bloody breakdance movie. Like I went into. There's a song I want to play later on for the people. The a bit freakish, they can get up and have a bit of a dance on their own. That, that's a crowd participation on a podcast. We'll do that later. <laughs> um, so Rocksteady crew, like they were amazing. So my favourite was Crazy Legs, which you would know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Who is still alive.
1: Is that right? He was.
0: Yeah, he was born January the 1st, 1966. So his real name was Rochard Cullen. Richard wow. Cullen, I think. I don't want to say yep. Colin. I don't think that's in. I think it's there's a apostrophe there. Um, Crazy Legs. He's fifty five. So you got to remember, these guys aren't much older than I am.
1: Nah, no, right. Yeah. So I'm sort yeah. of
0: watching kids of my age start to become superstars.
1: That's right. They they were and they were young and really tal- You know, young and mm. really really talented and being seen by the entire world. You know,
0: athletes. Yeah. Now isn't breakdancing a Olympic sport now or is that just my imagination?
1: That might be part of semi-world. I, I right. yeah, I yeah, I don't think it is. I don't okay. think it is. Yeah. But it's,
0: it's um so I they've got BMX, wrong. BMX riding. I've been watching that. I love that. Ah, uh, yes. The BMX riding and Yeah. Oh, maybe I just Heard that somewhere. So anyway, my favourite. Well, Australia
1: has to. um, When we aren't we having the Olympics soon or something? Ten years, mate. Yeah. Fuck, I won't be going. We get to add a sport, and um, everybody's been saying netball, and I'm like, fucking how? Rooting, let's
0: fucking let's get rooting on the fucking.
1: Yeah. Let's. uh, How quickly you can spread COVID. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but um, <laughs> had to happen, didn't it? <laughs> hey, did you hear about the yes. prostitute in St Kilda? Yes. Oh, fucking! So
0: how uh, how was that not going to happen?
1: Uh, oh, exactly, exactly. We've joked but about it every week. The thing is, though, she <laughs> half of her clients aren't going to go get tested of because, because the moment not. you get a fucking positive reading, they're going to have to tell their wives why exactly. they're in fucking
0: hospital. They've been to kittens in Caulfield, and it's fucked. Exactly.
1: Oh, I must have got it on the train. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I All remember. Right. Remember,
0: someone said to us. I think it was Dave at the fucking <laughs> spot one year. Said he caught crabs off a toilet seat like it was real. <laughs> oh
1: fuck it out! You hell.
0: can't catch crab off crabs off a toilet seat, can you?
1: No. Have you ever I heard crabs?
0: <laughs> never. I haven't rooted enough people, to be honest with you. Right,
1: yeah. I
0: used to like to be looked at, but I never went there. Yeah. Very fussy.
1: Do you know, not long ago, it was proven that you can actually get gonorrhea from the toilet seat. You can. You can Mm. get it from the toilet seat. You can get it from the gym. From mm-hmm. like, you know, like pricks going to the toilet, not washing their hand and then coming oh, out and using that yeah. You can get it from wow. that. And it was uh, that was only proven last year. Can you wow. imagine all the cases coming up and, and then like the girlfriends and boyfriends like being like, How did you how did you get it?
0: Yeah, that's right. How did
1: that's you get right. it, Dwayne? How did you get it?
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Hey. So think Yeah, well, that. I'd
0: rather get that than COVID. But, you know, these sex workers, they've got to fucking put a stop to it. Because <sighs> you know it's what? I'm nuts. so fucking bored, I'd go to a sex fucking joint to have a drink, mate.
1: I'd just go to have a chat and, yeah. like, fucking meet someone they new. They must be so like, busy. Oh, yeah, I don't want to root you. Let's just, I don't know, let's have a drink. What do yeah. you want? Yeah. Well, how many people are
0: doing that though? Because there's nowhere to fucking go. We could both do it together. There's no
1: reason we can't. Exactly. Maybe I just chicken out. I don't
0: want to get my fucking flaps around someone. You know, I don't know.
1: Imagine if we walked into a brothel, you and I, and they like went, Ah, Sammy, your pay's here (laughs) from last week. That happened to to me (laughs) at a fucking strip joint. It
0: happened to me at a strip oh, fuck, I took serious? one of my band members to the strippers for his birthday. I can't remember who it was, and I took the whole band. And I walked in. I was like twenty three, you know, tiny, tiny. I was out there. Let's yeah. go to a strippers. I think I, I think one of the guys in the all the guys that I've worked with haven't been great at getting roots. So I took one to the brothel, which was in King Street. Uh, might have been the men's gallery. So I walked in dressed to the nines thinking, oh, fuck, you know, I'll, I won't even get looked at. Mate, I can't tell you how many chicks fucking hit on me that night. Mate. was strippers. And then one girl comes up to me and she goes, hey, Sammy, I don't know whether you remember me. Tonight I'm Bambi but I used to go to Dance World. And I'm <laughs> like, ah! I'm like, yeah, I do remember you. Oh, my God, what are you doing here? You're fucking, you're like young. What are you doing? <laughs> She goes, oh, no, it's great money. And I was mortified. But then because I knew who she was, it made me look like a slut.
1: Because how do I know who she is, right? Just like sluts around Melbourne that recognise each other. Like,
0: oh, this is the first time
1: you've brought the band to a strip. I thought your corner was further down, darling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so fucking... The the strip joints, the chicks there don't want anything to do with males. They're usually hardcore lesbians, which is awesome. But they were offering me sex fucking dances for free because they wanted to have a conversation about the latest fucking. Things that I've been doing.
1: <laughs> how's your day been, anyway? Yeah, yeah. lot <laughs> g- of <laughs> true. You a, like,
0: yeah, how's your
1: fucking day? Oh, been? I
0: can't can't hear my real name, Sammy. But tonight it's Bambi, and how you been, honey? And B- and I was so embarrassed. Tonight it's
1: Bambi. It. Tomorrow it could be Mufasa from the Lion King, or something. I don't know.
0: That's right. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Is that dancers started to cross over into singing as well because it was a dog's life. Madonna yeah, that's said right. it fucking perfectly on her fucking yeah. audition tape. And we didn't have the money or we weren't making the money as dancers. So you started singing. But for me, the dance thing is fucking so magical.
1: Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So rocksteady
0: crew show us yeah break a move.
1: Um, uh, grand Grandmaster Melly Mel was in this from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Um, he is real name is like Melvin or something. Melly Mel, Mm -hmm. he is apparently the first artist to refer to himself as an MC. Oh wow! It's the first time that that sounds right. Yeah, first time that were, that phrase was coined, being called an MC, you know. Because he was
0: Grandmaster Flash, wasn't he? He was in Grandmaster That's Flash. Right. Yeah, yeah, Which means Grandmaster Flash were early. I mean there were a lot of undercurrent things but when we saw Grandmaster Flash, it, it meant business, you know. That song is so fucking great. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep yeah. moving under. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? It's funny though because you're sort of um, – I I was like watching an interview with the NWA guys. Mm. Um, Ice Cube, you know, like fuck, you know, all of that music I love as well, and they were mm. saying how um everybody expected that Grandmaster Flash would have been a major influence on on those guys and they said like no, they weren't. Like they they didn't they didn't represent us even though they were sort of black, you know, rappers out there and blah blah blah. They didn't that it was sort of they were very vanilla for them. Like you think it's N.W.A. It's like the beginnings of gangster oh, rap. Oh fuck, and everything.
0: Chalk and Cheese. N.W.A. Yeah, yeah, exactly. were like fucking Wentworth meets fucking the Orange fucking thing. That other yeah, show, yeah. You know? Different cheese, Chalk and Cheese. Yeah. I wasn't a big N.W.A. fan. I was right. a big Grandmaster Flash fan. Yeah, but yeah, you got yeah. to remember, Blondie was the first one to come out and do an actual rap in a track, as far as I know.
1: With uh, it was the, it, yeah, well, it was the first sort of charting, charting rap song. Yeah, yeah. Well, what they call it. Well, I think anyway. it
0: was, yeah, I think it was like the first actual song with a rap in it.
1: Could have been, yeah, could have from been. From
0: memory. I mean, they always go on about it but, um, yeah, there would have been a lot of recorded stuff but – I just love the fact that Rocksteady Crew were in Flashdance. Now, in Flashdance, Crazy Legs plays Jennifer Beals when she does her last dance. So he actually wears a permed wig on and does the breakdance stuff that Jennifer Beals does. So Crazy Legs got – Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you slow the visual down, you can tell it's a guy with a ball sack and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy Legs was the guy.
1: That's fucking hilarious. So he
0: he played Jennifer Beals because she spins on her back right. She couldn't do that in a million years. In fact, the girl that did Jennifer Beals was was the choreographer, I think. Yeah. But I can't remember her name off, but she's amazing. Jennifer is amazing as well, but she didn't do a lot of the dancing. But That's crazy, crazy legs. They put a pair of leg warmers on him and some shoes and fucking leotard and put a wig yeah. on him. and <laughs> did
1: the whole fucking and then break they dance all shit. fucked him up the arse. Mate, we should, he would have um, got a fortune for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I meant they would have fucked him up the ass because he had women's clothes on, but that's all right.
0: Yeah, um, no, I don't think you would have. I think there were – see, this is the thing. There was hardcore – and there was a lot of drugs around this time as well. Like yeah, it wasn't – of course. You know, you had um, – Baby Love was my favourite because she was the only girl. Baby love is my name. You know, I loved her. Yeah. And I've actually performed this song live, believe it or not. Mm, Not many people can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up up Rock. I've done Up Rock and Batesy um, (laughs) rapped it and he's an incredible rapper, Batesy. Yeah, I bet. Incredible. And I actually, for a joke... Brought out my fucking cardboard box and got on my knee and did a knee spin, but really badly. And the fucking crowd thought it was great
1: because
0: <laughs> I gave it a go. But um, Kiriaki, I loved as well, but he's dead now. He was murdered,
1: ooh, and you ooh. don't want to
0: talk about that because they come after you. Um, Wayne Frosty Freeze died at 44 as well, and Buck oh, 4. Yeah. So there was a lot of a lot of them are sort of gone and passed, but fucking legendary man. Well, it's like, that I age group, I isn't loved it? it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, just the crime. was It was like, you know, how it is now but probably just as bad, you know.
1: But, mate, they they burned bright in their life, you know what I mean? Like fucking that, yeah, just like so well-respected within mm. their, you know, within their industry and stuff and they would have had an, had an amazing life, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, when I think of uh, – Dance battles, I definitely do think of break dancing in the whole scene. Yep. But we should move on and and, and show.
1: Oh, 100%. A we could talk of, about it all night. Let's play Oh some my music. God.
0: We could do a week worth of episodes.
1: Can I just say The Music in Beat Street by Arthur Baker and Hallie, Harry Belafonte? You know, the two. Oh, fucking wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, go. but before we go on to this, before we leave, break we've got to do breaking. We've got to talk about breaking 1984. So. I did. This is where I started loving breaking because we saw Special K. We yep. saw a white chick come into the situation, Great. and it was kind of really cool. And and of course, legendary uh, Ozone Turbo and Ozone. He's we just lost him recently. Ozone Ozone ago. passed
1: away in December last year. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It, was, it was really sad because he was still really. F- yeah, yeah, yeah. Shabadoo. He yeah, was, and he toured with Madonna. He did so mate, much shit. He
1: did Zan- Zanadu, He did uh, Lambada. He was in um, Shaka- "I Feel for You." Shaka Khan mm-hmm. that Prince wrote. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, mate. He Great video. was. Yeah. So that he played ozone. There was Turbo as well, and then there was the White Chick. They were the three sort of Special leads, K. weren't they? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna
0: play a, a one from Break in 1984 just to give the Break and Crew a bit of a look because a i break. think it's 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 yeah <laughs> uh, have a break have a kit kat
1: lion on oh wow what is this i my a my from <laughs> Take this fly girl to the beat. Rocking these boys to share the beat. The girl looks pretty, even really looks nice. Rocking the house to the beat. Ice, you know this girl's the best one that you've seen. Take it to the cop, bust you out officially. Never off, always on. it to the break of don't like this, like that. A fly girl, to not the wet. Like that, like this. You know she won't quit. She don't, she don't, she don't, she don't. Rocking to the beat with the break of the dawn. Yes, yes, you know this girl is fresh. That's good. That's good. Now you know why they're the best Don't stop the contest Forget the rest Just kick up the dough And stop the show Or just stay here And rock a little more Yeah Listen to the beats, would you? You can't fucking beat it Yeah, it's great Fucking amazing
0: Oh, the music production-wise still stands up today. 100 Because I was, I was walking around my street doing fucking breakdancing and shit and trying to lock. I can't lock anymore but oh. um, we've got some rippers coming up on tonight's shows because it's just the production. You wouldn't have thought 40 years from now you'd be listening to a song off the breakdance album that still stands up.
1: The thing is, I what I think is this, like it's this music that's the yardstick for for this genre of music. Like everything yeah. gets compared to this, you know. Yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. They can only dream of getting it this good. You know what I mean these days.
0: Absolutely, and um, I mean that's true. Production nowadays is a, a fucking bass drum and. And
1: a fucking... Just, oh, look, as good oh, as it sounds, you know, there's just hit. something missing, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. This has just got soul because it's made from scratch, you know what I mean? Um, That's yeah, right. Love it, love it. So, so sorry, I, that
0: was Ice-T in that song. Oh ah, yes, of up. course.
1: Ice-T mm-hmm. it. You know who else has a very small role in this is um, Jean-Claude v- Van Damme. No, Jean-Claude Van Damme is one of the spectators. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It he was could barely speak a, a word movement. of English. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christopher McDonald as well. So everybody out there would know Christop- uh, Christopher McDonald is the dad. Remember, like really bad acting and everything. You know the white. Kelly's guy. dad. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. So um, he's in um, fucking Happy Gilmore or whatever it is. He's the guy that's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, and Adam Sandler's. Like you eat pieces of shit for breakfast and he does that big like, no. <laughs> it's fucking funny anyway.
0: I love in a lot of these dance shows, a couple of them where the kids aren't meant to dance, they're not allowed to dance and then they end up on TV like the second yeah. – electro Electric Boogaloo, uh, Kelly ends up on TV trying to save this fucking – this house called Miracles and they turn on the TV and it's like, oh, my God, it's Kelly on TV. Yeah. And – it also happens in girls just want to have fun,
1: where That's the right. dad
0: goes, "Oh my god, Jeannie!" You know, like the mum, the little boy some goes, Jeannie's shit. "Jeannie's on going TV, on,
1: isn't there?" <laughs> always, there's always something like, going it's on. It's that
0: easy to become famous, man. Yeah,
1: and then they'll come out and prove <laughs> themselves, and and like the parents always begrudgingly let let them off the hook because they've That's fucking right. done so well. Like, all right, like yeah. you know. Before Fuckin they complain
0: L. about their hairstyle,
1: yeah, yeah, and then exactly.
0: they let
1: them off, yeah. Unbelievable. Now this was based in LA. This is based in Venice Beach. Yeah, the um this scene is still massive in Venice Beach as well. By the way, like still today, you can really tell the difference between uh, bacon, bra- bacon, bacon, <laughs> bacon, and Beat Street. Bacon is sort of like your LA Hollywood money, LA Hollywood budget, and Beat Street is more your sort of New York, A yeah. little bit more underground. It's grainier, you know. The film, so yeah, you can tell. Really, one is set. One is set in New York. Once, you know, I think Beat Street's in the South Bronx, and this is set in Venice Beach, LA. So, um, see in the um, love it.
0: in the years that these came out, this was called breakdance. It wasn't called breaking.
1: It was called For some break. Reason
0: they changed it. They changed yeah. it. It was called Breakin'
1: why. in the US. It was released as Breakdance in Australia and the UK.
0: Yeah.
1: Because yeah. it was
0: Breakdance 1 and Breakdance 2. That's right. And then it went Breakin' and I remember getting the DVD going, this isn't fucking what it was called. So yeah. it was interesting. Because yeah, I went yeah. to the, the theatres and, and saw these, at you know, a graded theatre in um,
1: – They used to do that a lot in the 80s, didn't they? They'd have <laughs> – they'd, they'd do um, – they'd give – um, movies in America are a different name. They don't do it as much these days. You know, like the, they yeah. – I think Fly and High uh, was Airport or something. Oh, yeah, right. In in the US, yeah? Something strange like that.
0: I think even records were changed and, and everything was changed. I think yeah, America right. were a little bit more conservative.
1: Well, and it's also, you know, the the Western culture is much more global these days and a bit more consistent. Like we know – what they're talking about if they say breaking. You know what I mean? It's not like we're going to be like, oh, what do they mean? You know, like, yeah. yeah. So we
0: love that. So should we go on to our next one?
1: We should. Yeah.
0: Which is a ripper. Now, for me, this movie blew my fucking nut. Now, this episode, the reason I've put this in a dance battle is because there's a lot of dynamics in this clip. Now, the dynamic is John Travolta wants to root the hot chick who's a fucking cunt (laughs) and (laughs) Cynthia Rhodes wants to root John Travolta. They're like a thing. And then she comes in and she is one of the big dancers and stuff. So the dynamic sort of happens on stage where they're competing against each other. Yeah. But then John realises that their sexy chicks is, is an asshole, and starts doing his own fucking dance routine and his own solo to show Good. her God. how big his dick is. So Good. this is the situation. So this is why I call it a dance battle and it's a different, you know, like it's, it's definitely a battle between like a threesome, not so much, you know, about anything else. So we'll, yeah. we'll just uh, have a in. listen to this. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: Feel it. In my balls. Now we, I know that I have laid into this movie before. Yeah, you have. Yeah, we used. that's okay. That's all right. We used Frank Stallone, I think, as a one-dick wonder. And um, I wasn't so much. (laughs) I was just, you know, we're not always mean to our uh, one-dick wonders. Sometimes Mm. they're good. Mm. Um, But. Yeah, the, I did bring up that the sort of movie did get panned by the critics and everything and so forth. I've given it another chance and I went back and watched the whole thing. Bullshit. I, I, yeah, no. That's
0: fantastic. I, I fucking
1: love it. I fucking really? love it. No, I've really? I've really changed my tune on this. I fucking love it. It is what it is. You're not going to see fu- – did you nah. do another burp? Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, it is what it is. You're not going to see fucking Macbeth or you know no, Sense and Sensibility. You know what I mean? It's the it's the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. At, you know, at best. So Stay staying alive. It came out in '83. Um, they were trying to get they were trying to get Travolta to do a sequel to Saturday Night Fever straight away. Yeah, mm. but they kind mm-hmm. of they wanted to take it in all these different directions, and Travolta. Thought that they were, he he had had enough of um, playing like a young wog or Mario. You know, he Was had your had cousin? yeah you're yeah, my cousin. He had cousin. had enough of playing the stereotype, and he wanted to take take it in a really positive direction, like make it hopeful, make this guy kind of rise above and and uh, do well. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they yeah. kind of the The studio and and stuff wanted to play the stereotype, so there was a big gap between Saturday Night Fever and um, Staying Alive, and they were sort of on his back for years and years. They actually heard him out, John Travolta. They heard all his ideas where he wanted to take it, that he wanted uh, Tony Manero to be, you know, successful on Broadway and so forth, and then eventually they did a rewrite. They asked Travolta if he was to come back and do it because his star really, really exploded. You know, he was so fucking famous by the time, like so big by the time Staying Alive came along. And they asked him um, what director he'd be, in. you know, interested in working with and he said Stallone because Stallone had just done – fucking Rocky not long ago and everything. And the, you, you think of Travolta and Stallone, like two big Italian-American actors on the scene. They fucking ate each other up. And it was like a really good creative partnership. Um, Stallone f- did feel that he didn't know anything about the dance scene and everything and he thought like maybe I won't have anything to bring to the project. Um and it was Travolta who said, like, bring a competition element to it. Like, you know, bring, bring an element of competition and approach it like it's a sport, like boxing. And straight as soon as he said that, Stallone was like, cool, I know exactly what I'm going to do. So this is why there's that kind of dance battle element to it. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And you've got to remember we'd only really seen him in Welcome Back Cotter where he was a comic guy.
1: That's right. He was a
0: comedian. Yeah, So we exactly. didn't know he could dance. And we well, really only saw him walk in the streets in uh, Saturday Night Fever. And nah, he did a bit of dancing. Yeah, no, nah, he
1: carved it up in Saturday Night Fever. But this, like, Staying Alive was That's really true. much more focused on the dancing and the big musical numbers, you know, because he's playing on Broadway and so forth, you know. The, he became the, a
0: professional.
1: Exactly. The, um, I love... I, I love so much about this film now. I, I appreciate it in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love how he's like – one thing I love about the story is how he's not living with the parents anymore. <laughs> oh, um, God, I
0: fucking hope so.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's like out living on his own, um, like doing it really tough. And can you remember the scene where he's waiting for the payphone? He's waiting to, for the payphone it. to hear that he's uh, been successful – because oh, there's like a yes. shared so it's in the hallway? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, hallway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. not just a uh, there's not just a shared phone, there's a shared television on the ground floor and they're all watching the fucking the TV on the ground or oh, the radio or whatever they're doing, waiting yep. around in the fucking foyer. Remember? It was yeah. fucking awesome. Anyway, Was that um,
0: Cynthia's flat? He was at The girlfriends?
1: I think it was oh. his. I think it was his because he makes the comment. He yeah. says um I gotta find myself some new accommodation or something like that. You know, oh says, yeah,
0: that's right. And I think he yeah. asked Cynthia whether he can move in with her. He's got he's got an eye on the fucking pommy chick.
1: Ah yes. Um, yeah.
0: Also, BGs did the soundtrack again to this. There's some yes. amazing tracks on this. Travolta looked
1: fucking phenomenal. In
0: amazing.
1: This. His nuts. fucking
0: body is nuts. Exactly. And
1: and the cinematography is incredible in this.
0: And if, if you want to look at the 80s to how it was, this is pretty close. with
1: gotcha. the actual
0: With the actual, gotcha. uh, you know, good old Cynthia was the fucking singer by night and dancer by day and doing the auditions. I found it quite frustrating to watch because of the auditions and stuff. It used to upset me a little bit, but I did love yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I reckon the way that Saturday Night Fever sort of sums up the 70s This goes a long way in summing up the 80s. This, Mm. like, is so, Mm. so 80s with the Mm. fucking headband and the leg warmers and, um, yeah, I I love so much about it now. I I really see it in a different light. I watched this amazing uh, interview that Stallone did on the Johnny Carson show, on The Tonight Show, although Joan Rivers at the time was hosting it. Um, because Joan Rivers hosted The Tonight Show for a little while. Um, and, yeah, incredible interview. Stallone and Travolta were the hugest thing in 83 right at this time. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, like, we should do an episode on, like, wogs in the 80s. <laughs> wogs in the
0: 80s. You think. Absolutely. Like
1: Madonna, Pacino, De Niro, Stallone, Travolta. Huge.
0: There's fucking yep. heaps. Heaps of them.
1: I'd love to do it.
0: That's that. That's a thing. Well, that's doosh. a thing. Absolutely. So staying alive was incredible. So then, then I mean, that all really good points, and I am so glad you watched it because now I am going to have to watch it. You actually have to pay to watch it, though, don't you? Yeah, Where you did do. You get, you, yeah, yeah. on a, YouTube you can get everything. Following. You just got to pay. Yeah, 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 yeah that's absolutely. right. Such a cult following. Um, now the next one, I used to watch this show religiously every day when I was a little girl. I wasn't really. Oh, would have been about 13 maybe and uh, let's have a listen and see if you remember this actual scene
1: big winner the new regulars on DTV incredible I can't believe this Natalie Sands and Ben Wolford and Janie Glenn and Jeff Mullane we have a tie And that means we have to have a dance-off to find the new DTV
0: regulars. And we'll have that dance-off right after we do this, so stay tuned. What the fuck's (laughs) mad? Hasn't finished yet.
1: Where's Dance TV? Get off my tail, butthead.
0: Down the hall. You got them in focus?
1: Hold it there, buddy. It's not your buddy. You see that young woman out
0: there? Yeah? She's my daughter. Janie's your daughter? Well, all right. She's the greatest. I- just look at her dance out there. She's awesome, man, sir. Look at
1: her. You got so much. You got love
0: Don't What the fuck? There you go. Is that? Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Jessica Parker. Of
1: course. Uh,
0: Shannon Doherty.
1: Yes, as a girl. And Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt as well. And you know who else? Robert Downey Jr., Hank Azaria and Cindy Lauper all have tiny, tiny blink and you'll miss it roles in this. They're uncredited. Yeah, yeah.
0: Haven't heard that.
1: Yeah. There we go. Wow. Yeah.
0: Have to look out for that.
1: 85, this came out, set in Chicago. You know what? Don't you think the chick sound singing that song sounds a bit like your singing voice?
0: No. Look, I wouldn't be surprised. Everything <laughs> I've listened to just seeps into it. Yeah. It, look, I thought it was Denise Williams, but I don't think it is. Right. Okay. Um I I really don't know who sang it, but that was the thing about these soundtracks—is we found new artists. That's and right. We looked it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. She could. I mean, look, I—I I hear. I don't. I never really grew up as a teenager and said I wanted to sound like that. It just sort yeah. of happened from listening yeah. to it subconsciously, That's right, but
1: from osmosis. Yeah,
0: good point. I mean, yeah. I watched this movie that many fuck. I watched it every day.
1: Oh, <laughs> did you? It was my What's thing. What's the plot
0: about? So. They're, they're all schoolgirls at a Catholic school, uh, you know, they're Catholic schools. So Janie is Jessica Parker, Jessica Sarah Parker, yeah.
1: and she so has just, a strict oh yeah, yeah. upbringing.
0: So Dad was in the war, the strict upbringing. She can't go have a boyfriend. She can't do any dancing. So she sneaks out of home and does these dance stuff with this cute guy who plays um, – her dance partner in that scene yes. and Jeff, his name is, that's right. So they end up, that's right, she, she meets Helen Hunt and Helen Hunt's not a great chick. Like she sort of says, come over and babysit with me and I'll watch dance TV. So they both love watching dance TV and then Helen Hunt talks her into going on for the auditions for dance TV. Yep. So she then, um, Helen Hunt ends up just in herself but she doesn't get a dance position she gets the new ricky of dance tv which is the girl that comes out on the the back of a horse and and she's the new ricky so it it's just basically bad teenagers that want to be famous like like if i watched solid gold and i wanted to be a solid gold dancer and they went hey there's a competition and i was 13 and i had to sneak out to be in the competition and then i get the competition, you know. So yeah. it's sort of based on solid gold, but the thing is there was two people, uh Natalie and Ben. Natalie was like the rich chick that had the the father that was like in government or something. So she was never going to win, but it was that underdog wins kind of thing, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 exactly.
0: But Shannon Doherty was in it. It was one of their first kind of times they'd been in movies, I That's think. That's
1: right. Yeah, for a lot of them. Um I was just having a look. Sarah Jessica Parker was actually with Robert Downey Jr. at this time. They were Ah, in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They met in 84 on a movie called Firstborn or something like that. Firstborn? Yeah. Yeah. It was a drama. Stillborn? Yeah. Still, yeah. It's right. Yeah. Firstborn. Yeah. Fitter than Stillborn? Yeah. Stillborn. And uh, that was the sequel, wasn't it? Stillborn. That's it right. didn't go for very long, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, <laughs> it wasn't what they expected. Yeah, nah, sorry, no nah, good. There was no
0: heart in it either.
1: There, yeah, nah. Um, Anyway, so they were together for like eight years. And wow. Yeah, yeah. And because I remember, I remember the, they always used to report um, SJ, um, SJP and RDJ. They always used to report like they're because they've both got triple barrel names. So they always used to print them together like that. And um, she apparently really – Robert Downey Jr.'s dad says that Sarah Jessica Parker is the reason why his son is still alive. Because apparently he was so full on with, you know, giving it a nudge with the – you know, party lifestyle. Yeah, she yeah. was the only thing holding him back, and eventually, like their relationship did sort of crumble because of his addictions and stuff, uh, apparently. But, but um, yeah, they were in they were an incredible couple. They really loved each other, and they've still got a lot of thing you know lovely things to say about each other these days, as well.
0: Yeah, she's not a serial leaver. The old Sarah Jessica Parker, she has them for a long time when she dates them. Is she Jewish? She's not background? like a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's not like fucking Wayana Ryder who just fucking roots them and fucking has them for a year and and gets engaged them. and fucks him. Yeah. You know. I mean, I never understood go on, that, but go Sarah's and steal been something quite. And, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go and steal a teletub. No, that was. <laughs> nice. um, but, yeah, 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 that, that, I think that was one of my favourite movies and the dance-off was exciting because they became, they were a draw and then all of a sudden they have to do this dance-off. So Jessica does this huge sort of front flip, you know, and off the fucking ledge or something. Or they both do it together, holding hands and then, you know, they've won and everything. So it's one of those feel-good fairy tale stories.
1: She was a gorgeous, gorgeous woman uh, in the 80s. Jessica Parker. I don't mean to sort of stress the past tense at all, um, but yeah, like very su- such a stunning girl when she was young. Absolutely. Beautiful body, I,
0: I, and and we were waiting for Sex in the City three to come out. The movie
1: bullshit. What is um, Kim Cattrall not, not, not having it. anything to do nah, with
0: it? Nah, she's gone.
1: Well, in so they're in gonna yeah. real life. She would have been much older. Probably would have died by now anyway.
0: No, she hasn't. She actually looks better than all of them, which is a shame.
1: You know, I um, I remember, I think it was Family Guy when they said like, you know, <laughs> you know, Sex in the City, the show about the old prostitute and her three daughters.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so great. <laughs> so we should look at some videos now. Yes. The first one, for me – it was a dance battle and it was mean and it was in the in the 80s it was the biggest thing to hit my high school this song
1: and it Good. goes like this Good
0: Yeah. Bitches,
1: pure Michael Jackson. This song, pure Michael Jackson. Look, fucking it was the it. first
0: fucking dance knife fight we've seen. You know,
1: you uh, used to actually scare the shit out of me. How yeah. how urban and edgy this clip was. Yeah, that's true. It used to sort of when I was a kid. I was just like, "Oh, what kind of world do they live in?" You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah! It was really edgy, and like you know, at the very beginning where they do the dog noises, like oh, 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 like at, at the beginning, oh, that used to send me off. I'd be like, "Oh, fuck, nut, nah, nah, they're crazy." Mm. <laughs> Incredible. Now but you, I sing mean, this we in our we band. should
0: we do, but we we I have done the knife fight before. With some, we should really do the knife fight in this song.
1: We should do the knife fight, but with cigarettes. The knife like burn each with other.
0: cigarettes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um But yeah, the knife fight is legendary because they kind of link arms and they pull themselves back. It was a really good choreographed fucking video. Yes, absolutely. And this is the time where chore- choreographers were big. You know, like we just started seeing choreographers come through and being paid millions of dollars to choreograph – well, maybe not millions, maybe millions – of of people to choreograph videos and Beat It was about Michael Jackson being tough and – And in the end they sort of get together and have this dance-off. Like it was, you know, it's obviously about two gangs or whatever. So do you reckon a lot of this stems from West Side Story? What's your thoughts on that?
1: Michael Jackson has always had, he's always loved West Side Story. So it's always, always from him being a little boy and upwards, it's always been a huge influence on him that like two sides. And you, you kind of see, you see that kind of that confrontational dance battle thing happen in a quite a lot of his videos. Um, yeah. We might talk a little bit like um, a little bit later about Bad uh, in um, another part of me. What's that song that he did for fucking Captain EO? Anyway, uh, you know, a few songs of his, he has that kind of like there's two sides and everything and that's exactly what fucking West Side Story is, which is a modern day adaptation of Romeo and Juliet.
0: Yeah, right. See, I did um, West Side Story in a theatre show when I was very young. Oh, like did you I was, really? I think I was 18. Yeah, it was at um, university, some university. That would cool. Yeah, it was. It was. And I met a lot of my future friends in that show. And and when you do theatre, even if it's just like a theatre where you don't get paid, what do you call that?
1: Uh, co-op. Co-op theatre.
0: Like a… Not professional theatre. What's it yeah. called?
1: Uh, amateur theatre or co-op Amateur.
0: Theater. Yeah, amateur. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, so I've, I've met a lot of really cool people and I was actually a shark. So I was Puerto Rican. They put me in the Puerto hey. Rican section. So, hey, oh, Hang on, were the sharks the Americans or was it the jets? The jets were the Puerto Ricans. Is that right? Can't oh, remember.
1: fuck, I But can't I was remember. a Puerto
0: Rican... And I like to be in America, okay, but me in
1: America. Yes. Like I was
0: one of those girls that sang that song with great. No, the yeah, lead well, that's singer. the
1: Puerto Ricans, yeah. Puerto Rican. Yeah.
0: And uh, look, I learned a lot about that doing that show. That every time I see dance battles, that's the first thing I think of. Yeah. Is West Side Story.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it
0: can be any form of dance.
1: Yep. Yes, that's you know. right. Incredible. Now this premiered on MTV as well.
0: Yeah, it would have.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know my favourite footage of this is the pool hall when he's sort of dancing in between yeah, the pool tables yeah. on his own. Pool that I love pool, that. Man. Fuck yeah, absolutely. And pool absolutely. halls as well. Yeah. Pool halls were very sort of seventies and eighties. There are still a few really good ones in Melbourne. There's um one called the. I think it's called the. Golden Triangle, I think. I've it's been the Golden. there. Oh, yes, yeah,
0: in Chapel Street or something. Off yeah, Chapel yeah, Street. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. We used it's, to go
0: there all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Charlton's in the city as well. Oh, which yeah, is now i Charlton's gigged at. Yeah, yeah, which is now a, a, um, a big karaoke joint as well. That one's really good.
0: tried to turn into a venue there for a while, I
1: did and that. they had
0: bands, yeah, and uh. You had to go up a lift. It was the fucking worst fucking loading. Yeah. You had to go yeah. up a lift to Charlton's. But it seemed like a, a, a place where you didn't know where you were going. Like you got in the no. lift and went, where the fuck are we yeah. going? You go to
1: Chinatown fucking. Isn't it behind Billboards or something?
0: Maybe. I can't remember. So but off Chinatown anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, this, oh, this correction, song.
1: Correction, by the way, now that I think about it, Yeah. West Side Story is based on La Boheme. La Boheme is loosely based on Romeo and Juliet. So there's sort of like a step in there that I didn't mention. There we go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, that was the thing. It was so sexy to have a dance battle more so than a fist fight. Fuck Yeah. You didn't want to go out with anyone that had a fist fight, but a dance battle, you wanted to shake the shit out of them.
1: Oh, that was exciting. Regardless of who wins, I'll shake you both.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So beat it for me, and I always think of Weird Al Yankovic version of this when, you know, the girl gets kissed at the bar and in the Weird Al Yankovic, he pulls off the head. Like, you know, the Asian <laughs> chick, he kisses the Asian chick to say, see you later, I'm going for a fight, and then in Weird Al Yankovic. And the guitar solo where they blob. Like, that fucking, he did brilliantly Weird Al Yankovic on that as yeah,
1: well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eat it, it so, yeah, eat it.
1: Open up your mouth and
0: feed it. So Michael Jackson was a big fucking, you know, let's just fucking get it out with dancing, you know, because he would have won every battle, really.
1: Fuck yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but backed up by some incredible ensemble dancers as well.
0: Absolutely, that was when dancers were fucking huge too.
1: Yeah, yep, that's right.
0: The next one I want to we want to look at is um oh look we're gonna go to another Jackson we have to do it now for me this video which was choreographed by Paula Abdul this is where Paula really just started to come into the limelight and everyone knew who she was. We're all excited because there was a story. Now, this is a little bit different where it's a dance battle where she's sort of fighting the ex-boyfriend or the boyfriend. The boyfriend's not really doing much for her and, you know, Paula Abdul, we can play this anyway and everyone knows the story, but the, the boyfriend's a little bit fucking shady so... We hear everyone in this, and it's incredible. So let's have a listen to this. What's up, girl? He stood me up again. Again?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what's up with this guy? Do you really like him that much? Yes, honey, I love him. He is fine. He does a lot of nice things for me. I know he used to do nice stuff for you, but what has he done for you lately? Fucking
0: cool. I love it because as a female that was growing up and we saw this woman take control of her life and basically go, what have you done for me lately? Like you're not fucking cutting the mustard. Yeah. It was really inspiring. I know yeah. it sounds stupid but music was inspiring and and this is where the artists were putting in the choreographers as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, including the choreographer. They were sort of intrinsic to the act.
0: And that is Paula Abdul going, but what has he done for you lately?
1: Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Iconic. And
0: my love for Paula Abdul started there, I have to say. Gotcha. And the reason I call myself Sammy Paul is because of Paula Abdul. Oh. I've said that before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Which I shouldn't because, yeah, well, I mean, I'm an Atkin, so… <laughs> David Atkins, who is my second He's cousin, fucking is legend. fucking thoroughbred. Yeah. So I don't know why. I think I changed my name because I was embarrassed that I didn't know him very well. Right. Because I look like him, I can perform and I'm really sort of grounded and humble. I've watched him being interviewed and gone, oh, my God, that's exactly how I would do it. But I just... Always got embarrassed when I was around dance students to say that I was related to him because they wouldn't believe me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They go,
0: Oh fucking bullshit. Mm. And I'd be like, Yeah, like I'm an Atkins man. I'm like, yeah. this is what I've watched all my life.
1: That's right.
0: So yeah, I don't I did I did go the Paula Abdul route because and, and I was dancing at Chaser, so we the taxation department would come in and check your fucking credentials. And we changed was our really? name so, yeah, yeah, they come through. Yeah. In the 80s there was so much money around and so much cash that if you were getting cash at a nightclub, the taxation department would pop in and Fuck. fucking ask you questions. Oh. Yeah, 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 it was big time.
1: What, with police or what?
0: Well, I didn't know. My, my friend Lani, who's in America now and works with – fucking everyone, Yeah, she said, Sammy, you need to change your last name because if you tell them your full name, they'll Kidding. check up your tax they're going to be on your
1: back all the time.
0: Because we got cash in those days. I mean, yeah, cash is the did. 80s.
1: Everyone you know? did. Yeah. That's right.
0: And we might have been working four or five times a, night a week at Chase's Yeah, and getting fucking 80 bucks, which in those days was a lot of money.
1: Absolutely. Gotcha. For
0: four 15-minute fucking segments. Yeah. Fuck So. Yeah. We all made a vow to change our name and that's how it happened with me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was – there, oh, there go. we go, number three. Yay! Yeah, trio.
0: That's lovely. Um,
1: <laughs> it was very 80s to also have two um, Christian names as your name, like Elton John or yeah. George Michael or, you know, yeah, it was it very was. 80s to, to, to have that. So, yeah. That's been right. Very so –
0: very huge Paula Abdul fan and she mm-hmm. danced like me. When I used to watch the videos I used to go, Jesus, because she was a contemporary jazz artist.
1: Yeah. So she yeah.
0: wasn't just a street dancer, she was contemporary. So the first video I saw of Paula, which is an amazing dance video, is um, Straight Up.
1: Yeah, that's And right. I used
0: to head flick like that all the time. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And
0: I went to the extreme where I went to Chase's and I made, In Cold Hearted Snake, there's a chick with a tassel leg on and then no tassel on the right leg. It's like a pair of outfits. And I made that for chasers. And I remember someone that ran chasers come up to me and go, That's a fucking
1: good outfit.
0: Just ripped it off the the fucking uh,
1: Cold Hearted Snake
0: video. Fucking
1: great. You've got a similar build to her as well. Like you sort of. Oh, totally similar. You know, petite. But um, sort of big ass. P- petite <laughs> torso, but long legs, kind of. You know, it's that sort of combo that's like perfect for dancers.
0: Well, that was the thing. It, well, he, she, short, short dancers weren't big, but mm. David's short as well. David Atkins is very yeah. short, and he was like one of the best things ever. But um, Paula is also short, but for her age, she, I think she's doing Vegas now, or she was just doing before the pandemic. Oh, wow. Was doing Vegas and she was jumping in the air and they were catching her fucking midstream. Yeah. Like she's yeah. fucking incredible still. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
0: I didn't care that she couldn't sing. Like for me, it wasn't about the singing, you know, when she went, kill daddy, snake. Like I do not care. You can sing through your vagina. <laughs> I fucking don't care. I yeah. love you. You know what yeah, I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I
0: think I've said to Mika, we're going to go and see her.
1: Oh, well, maybe fuck yeah, was Gaga. he'd love that. He'd love that. Maybe
0: that was Gaga at Vegas. But yeah, Paula Abdul, she's pretty special.
1: We'll go and see both of them. Yeah, go.
0: that's right. When we can get on a plane.
1: Hey, do we have um songs to talk about in our Patreon episode? Yeah. Fantastic. We um, we should probably wrap it up. We're actually gonna do a part two of this show. So yes, the part we are. two of this show is gonna happen in Patreon. So if you've loved this episode, guys, become a Patreon and listen to the second episode. We're film we're recording it right now, and it will be released to all of our Patreons. So jump on board for as little as like a dollar a month, guys, and you can listen to the extra episodes for ten dollars a month. So Patreon. There's all different tiers from sort of $1 upwards, but for $10 a month, you get the extra episodes. Well,
0: what about if we do a special this month where the dollar patrons get the fucking free episode? Why
1: not? It's fucking locked down. Let's do it. It's fucking locked down.
0: It's COVID. We could die any minute. Fucking so if, bring it on.
1: If everyone jumps on board and you become a dollar Patreon, a yeah. dollar a month, guys, you dollar will nut. become a patron. You'll you'll hear this extra episode. Part two Absolutely. of this episode. We're gonna continue. Absolutely. The, the convo. Because we've loved it. This is awesome. Well, Absolutely. good on you guys. We're just
0: gonna talk shit. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go jump across there now and do our Patreon episode. So Come on board, jump across, become a Patreon. Um, If you love the show, please get everybody involved, get your friends involved, get them listening. Please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars and give us an awesome, you know, write us a little love note in the the comments as well, especially if you're on iTunes. Become a mm. subscriber on whatever platform you can as well. Follow us however you can. And for all things Rewind 80s oh – no, not Rewind 80s. For all <laughs> things The 80s Montage, check out our website, the80smontage.com. Our live Absolutely. show is called Rewind 80s.
0: Absolutely. And I do want to apologise to the bandsdale people, but there is nothing we can do. We've had to change the date from the 18th of September to the 18th of December. But it will be a great Christmas special, and what the fuck else are you going to do? Hopefully, we'll sort of,
1: we sort knock all this on the head now, and we're able to have a very normal Christmas, and they'll actually be able to sell more tickets for that Christmas show and band. Well, so. it was
0: either that or June, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking nah, go in fuck June. That.
1: Yeah, that's nah, too fuck far that. away. Yeah, December. Let's give
0: something some people to, something to look forward to. Yep, buy a ticket, band star. We're gonna have like a Chrissy thing and. Bring on fucking bells and whistles and, yes. and and just see the show. But we might even throw in Last Christmas by Wham. Who fucking knows? Fuck
1: yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. Unreal. Love it, guys. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys. Jump across, become a Patreon and hear uh, part two of this episode in Patreon. And if it's music, mateys. <laughs> or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it.
0: Unreal. Keep dancing, kids. See your things.